Hey Siri, give me H-Town soccer. Talking all things Houston Dynamo FC. This is the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. We are Forever Orange. What up, H-Town? Welcome to another episode of the official Dynamo Theory Podcast. My name is Rudy Segura, and I am joined by Cristian Putalias and Rodrigo Segura. Guys, we are back for episode number nine. We haven't gotten canceled yet, man, which I believe is a good thing, right? Um, but before we jump into it, uh, Christian, tell the people how they can connect with us, man. What's up, everybody? Uh, yeah, uh, at Dynamo Theory for on IG and Twitter for everything on there. You can give us a or sh- shout us or... Send us an email. There you go. At dynamotheorypodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at Chris Putalias. You can find Rudy Segura 3. And you can find Rodrigo at Rodrigo Segura 01. And everything and everything that you can make one need and desire from Dynamo, dynamotheory.com. And you'll have everything there. Breakfast links, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And there's going to be a bunch of stuff coming out soon about some like player profiles. So a sneak peek there um it's coming soon so yeah what's up guys it's up and so yeah there's hasn't been a ton of happening since we last spoke or last recorded um they should be a conference sometime by the time you listen to this episode um so we may learn a little bit more of inside you know depending what the uh preseason's looking like obviously num- right now we're about what five days in technically six days in um and so there's, you know, things are going to start to develop. But one thing that we have been hearing are some rumors, right? I mean, there's still transfer, um, transfer, whether it be ins or outs are going to happen for the club. That's a given. Pat and uh, Nagamura are looking for a midfielder, a winger. We're not necessarily sure. But to bring in anybody, you have to make some room. And one of the big um, things that we're looking at, it seems that Baja Mitch is on his way out. Um, looks like he may get loaned out. To uh, poor Bahamich, right? He didn't get too much. We didn't get to see him much. Um, but the team looks like, you know, maybe they weren't excited about it. So might as well, you know, move on now instead of making it awkward and not playing him for another year. And then you get nothing out of him. So it looks like they're trying to loan him out uh, with a buy option to Huracan. Is that correct, Christian? Yep. Yep. Hurricane. Okay. So yeah, he's gonna go back to the uh, Ar- to back to the Argentina. Back to Argentina. To I believe they are in the first and the primera. I believe so. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they are in primera. So anyway, so Bayamich, it looks like we may be dumping. And uh, Rodrigo, your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, with the new additions, you know, Sebastian and Thor, and you know, basically the attacking potential we have. Um, I think it's a good thing for him. Um. We couldn't see much of him last season. And, um, you know, he still has a lot of time to grow. Alone wouldn't be too bad in case something doesn't turn out for the Dynamo this season. But um, it'll be a great for, I guess, his young career. Also, like, personally, I'm glad that he's being loaned out to a club in Argentina because he's going to be able to go back to his roots. But then also, I'm just thinking right now, I don't know if it would have been better for to loan him out to, a, like, a USL club or or a team in the United States, maybe so he can stay around the league. But then again, he didn't get accustomed to the league when he was here, and he get, he got zero to no minutes. So I think probably the best move was to get him out and you know send him back to Argentina. And 
I was reading in Argentina, they, they actually keep, have them in high regards. So it's, it's interesting because when he was here, like we didn't see anything at all. And I went to the preseason game that they play in a, in a, a Viva that they played a USL team. If I'm not mistaken, they played uh, Austin FC, I think. No, or no, no. They, Austin they Bold, play, I mean. Was it? I can't remember. I don't. I can't. Remember. It was one of those teams, but they played somebody, and and yeah, he didn't really have much. I think he did score, if I remember correctly. But it wasn't like the promise that I guess it was promised, basically, you know. But then again, you know, it wasn't Matt Jordan signing, so it, you know, those things you we had to like take them with a grain of salt. But then again, you know, I I wish the kid the best. I think he still needed some, like like Rodrigo was saying, he still probably needed some time to like you know, develop a little bit more and we probably picked him up too soon, you know, and when he was in, in Argentina Instituto, you know, second division team, even though they were doing well, I think, you know, he still needed some, some maturing to do like when it comes to being a professional or the environment. And then you come over here and you, you drop him in the Houston Dynamo that's already struggling and you want him to become your start. And, you know, you're probably not going to get that, you know, too much pressure. Yeah, and I think what you're mentioning there is kind of like the different homeworks, right, that the regimes are doing because one of the questions that was asked about Sebastian Ferreira was like, do you guys think that he's ready for the league? And maybe, you know, that wasn't something, you know, maybe they looked at the skills. It's like it looks like a good striker. It looks like he has speed. But he was missing those, you know, what do they call them, intangibles, right? Some of those outside or mentality. Maybe he just wasn't. Um, ready to make that jump. I mean, the guy was what 21, first yeah, time ever child. leaving. Yeah. Well, and then first time leaving, um, you know, his country and, and during pandemic. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. And if you don't have the right mentality, you're definitely not going to fit in. Uh, Rodrigo, anything you want to add to close this um, Bahamich talk? No, I think I, we had mostly all the main points with him. All right. Sounds good. Then we'll move to another rumor that it's the uh, guy from Ukraine. Uh, he's been um, his name been moving around on social media. His name is Marlos, uh, Brazilian or Brazilian born, but played with the Ukraine national team. It seems that there's some kind of connection between Paulo Nagamura and him. Um, Winger is a, you know, a spot that they're looking to reinforce. And this guy would come in in a free transfer. So, um, Christian, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, the guy's older, right? But I think, you know, what everybody was, obviously, I don't know the guy, you know, I've never heard of him. So I think nobody heard of him. So we, you know, we got him or the rumor started uh, popping up. But, you know, when you get a guy that, you know, has played in the Champions League, has played in the Europa League, you know, the Ukrainian League probably is not the best league out there. But, you know, they get, you know, they rub uh, whatever they rub, uh, you know, with other teams. <laughs> With other with other teams, you know, like like European teams. So you know, having like Champions League experience, you know, which is the highest competition in the like on earth, basically, uh, probably you know neck to neck with the World Cup, basically. Uh, I think having that experience of like traveling, going ex expectations. I know like Eastern Europe gets crazy when it comes to soccer, so I'm sure like you know they they put a lot of pressure. So and the and the guy, yeah, he might be old which is 33 years old, which is crazy to, to think that, you know, at 33 year old, but you know, if he can give us a, a few couple, you know, two, three years, uh, I think it'll, it'll be a great addition. And, and the guy seems pretty legit, you know, to the videos that we watch, uh, he seems legit. So why not bring him in, give him a try, you know? Yeah. And like you mentioned, you know, 33 years old, I think he, that would be like a win now kind of move. 
Um, you get a guy agile, you know, maybe somebody that you can add next to uh, a Darwin Quintero, you know, kind of similar, I guess maybe this guy's a little bit more fat or faster, but it's just a, it's a good add on to this young core that you have. And, and I think it's like a win now mentality. Rodrigo, what do you want to add to that? Um, yeah, I'm, I haven't really been following Marlos all that close, um, but I've watched, you know, a few games here and there. But I think the thing that he reminds me the most when I've seen him play, you know, against Real Madrid, Inter, wherever they've been playing in the Champions League mostly, um, he kind of gives me that sensation of like a, well, I'll compare it to an EPL, not really MLS, but a James Milner. I feel like this guy can play anywhere. Um, I've seen him, you know, go out and play like, a left wing or right wing, middle, you know, anything that they kind of need him for. Um, left back, right back, you know, he kind of fills in those positions sometimes. Um, you know, with his experience, older, I can see him um, being a guy that you want to bring in just for that, you know, that experience that he's bringing in with the younger guys, the younger team that we have now. Um, so, yeah. And so, I mean, uh, yeah, go for it. No, no, go for it. Go for it. No, I was just going to say, uh, if just talking about the club itself, I mean, how many, and I'm sure if you only think about Ukraine, the only, uh, you know, team that comes to mind is Shakhtar Donetsk. But anyways, at least yeah, it's some, a, t- a club we kind of know. Yeah, um, yeah. We heard of them here and there. Uh, but yeah, go, like, so moving in into like the next topic, right? Uh, well, first of all, let's close this down. Do you, just a yes or no. Do you think, do you guys think he's going to be coming in to Houston? Yes or no? I mean, the, 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 the moves, you know, getting a, a, you know, sending Bahamich out, you know, giving, getting an international uh, space there and then getting another international from San Jose kind of gives you the clues that we might bring him in or somebody else from outside. But do you guys think, you know, would you like him in your team? Yes or no? I think if the connection is there with Pablo Mon, yes. Yeah, I would bring him. Rodrigo? Um, yeah, I would bring him. <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, like you said, are we only going to give him, expect him to play maybe two years, I would say, at his age? You know, it's kind of like, like we already mentioned, win now mentality, which is good, you know. But, you know, good, good two years. And then hopefully Pablo is doing something great with the team that you're just kind of pushing through and already know what the next step is let christian move into the next one but also just look about philadelphia union you know they had a guy from Choctaw too his name is cicino and he became a fan favorite the guy is like 38 now but anyways uh but yeah we're gonna move on to, to the next topic basically <clears throat> there's a bunch of scrimmages about to start so you know i think the the first one's uh, february 29th right against Dynamo 2. Uh, on Saturday, still, yep. We, yeah, we still don't know, like, specifics about, you know, if we're going to be able to go watch or not, you know. But let's just say, you know, we're able to go or or maybe not that game, but the other games. Pro- hopefully they're televised, you know, so we're, we're – or, like, streamed or whatever. But, like, thinking about those games, what is something that you guys would like to see, like, from the scrimmages? Do you want to see, like, formations? Do you Are you looking for specific players? Um, you know, you want to see how they – if they're growing, if they're moving around, do you want to see how the, how you know tactically they're they're put together? What what do you guys think about those? Like, what are you looking for? I'll start real quick. I want to see goals. I think you know last season the tactics weren't there, but the hustle was there, right? They the team always seemed to have a work rate. Um, most of the games we lost by one goal, maybe. Um, so you look at how many goals we scored. We didn't score many. So this preseason, I kind of want to see it you know come to a closure i want us to see sebastian ferreira score some goals i want to see you know fafa 
score some goals and get assists. I want to see Quintero come in and, you know, I want to see us scoring more goals. That's how I would see it. Rodrigo? I'm on the opposite end on that. Um, no, I, I want to see goals, but at the same time, I do want to see our defense improve, um, you know, with the Steve Clark signing. Um, I want to see how he's going to control his backfield, um, how he's going to communicate with the center backs. Um, Hadibi, you know, a big presence in the area next to uh, um, Tim Parker. I, I just kind of want to get more of the sense of security in the back. Um, you know, like Rudy said, we did lose one game. You know, or a couple games, you know, one goal or let, or, you know, by one goal. So having, you know, that clean sheet, the stronger uh, defense um, gives at least a little bit more opportunity to find the goal um, and try to get a, a few more wins. Yeah. Well, yeah, me, me too. Kind of like in the same wheelhouse. I, I'm not too worried about goals, you know, just because I know it's preseason and, and hopefully they do come. Obviously I want to win even like, a 2v2 like I don't care I want to win but yeah it, basically I want to see how tactically like they're gonna be positioned in a way and 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 talking you know about the defense I want to see if Steve Clark is gonna be more commanding you know talking about goalkeepers because I feel like the goalkeepers that we had they weren't very vocal and and, and Clark seems a little bit more vocal so I want to see that dynamic and I think I don't think Tim Parker did a great job last year personally i think the potential is there and and whenever he did his press conference i think you you started to see more like confidence come in i think he wants to be more of of the new new york red new york red bulls uh tim parker and and hopefully with this new regime and you know with more pressure from like the coaching staff and stuff like that he'll be able to to, to become that new york red bulls tim parker that you know people we're talking about especially you know with being the highest paid you know center park center back duo like we're expecting to you know let's not get scored on you know we need more clean sheets we need more more like force we need more struggle in that area you know because it's ridiculous you know and then also um i want to see i want to see how who goes up in like in the beginning are we going to see quintero from the start are we going to see quintero come in like a second half are we going to see, you know, who's going to be on the wings? You know, there's so many options right now. I, obviously, we already know who the number nine is going to be. Like, there's no, there's no, like, think, you know, stuff sure, to think sure. about yeah. that. And then I want to see Thor. I want to see what the hell that kid brings. So uh, I think he's going to be fun to watch for sure. I think yeah. Thor. Yeah, so far, he looks like he has a good attitude. So looks looks like it's going to be fun watching him. No pressure, Thor. No pressure. Come on the podcast. Um, and then, uh, well, a little bit also, I want to ask you guys, um, you know, cause some, some people are more nerdy than others when it comes to formations. Um, I wanted to know if you guys like had a specific formation that you guys like, or do you guys prefer, do you guys like, do you guys like three in the back, you know, like three center backs or like, I guess a line of five, do you guys like the sweeper formation, you know, like have a sweeper in the back and the guy in the front, uh, you know, whatever you, you know, I don't know. So obviously I'm not too nerdy. I'm super basic, you know, uh, in high school, I played both like with the sweeper, like I was a sweeper, right? I don't know why you guys are laughing. I think this is like a catcher joke, you know, like I catch you pitch. What do you mean? <laughs> That's a red- Never mind. I don't well, even know no. we're talking about football at this point. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I got I'm you. Confused. I got you. No, you're good, All man. Right. 
Uh, I didn't get the joke. <laughs> but yeah, just that because I mean, I was when I played in high school, <laughs> I played sweeper, <laughs> and I I was very comfortable playing the sweeper, like you know, standing behind everybody and just like if anybody go through, I would just go and kill them. You know, basically that's my job. And I, and then when we switched to a line of four with two center backs, I was very confused because that. I don't think because I never played center back, right? But I felt very comfortable playing left center back really, really quick. You know, my two, three years in high school. Obviously, it's not the same, but you know. But uh, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes when I see like a line of five in the back, I'm like, damn, this is weird. Too many people back here. Like, y'all need to move away. So I don't know if you have like a preference. And who would you put if you if you do have a preference? So I mean, I guess I'll start. Um, I'm always comfortable playing. You know, sorry for. Um, I guess not, not not trying to um, crap on your show off, <laughs> off the, <laughs> out of a dynamic theory, but um, a four three three and um, the way I like to play, <laughs> 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 uh, the way I like to play or I would play, it's gonna be you know you got your four in the back, um, your midfield would actually be a standard defensive mid, um, and then you you know and for me. We already talked about the four in the back would obviously be um, Sarek, uh, Hadibi, Parker, and Adam. And then your center defensive mid, I'll, I'll definitely put um, Mati Beta there. And then that, that'll just leave with um, uh, Quintero and Coco in the mid. And then you got Sebas on top, Fafa on the, on the wing. And I, I would even go for Memo on the other side or uh, Pasher. That, that would be my style of play. But... I would say definitely check out the last episode because we actually went all in detail in the the starting eleven. Uh, yeah. But Christian, just to answer your question, formation wise, I think like in my case, I think the formation that I've always liked was a uh, four. What is it? I guess they call it four two three one. Ah, yeah, I know not four four two. <laughs> Even though four four two is fun, but it's hard to get you know two strikers nowadays, right? um do it correctly but i think apart from just the starting lineup i think one thing that we really want to see is from paulo nagamura and be able to uh modify his formation as the game goes on i think that's the key right because i think we noticed how in the past you know the formation was a 4-3-3 and it never changed throughout the game or it will go into like a five you know what is it five two three was the other formation and it was like that till is that then I'm like adding up the numbers. Yeah, that sounds right. Like, Five twos. I, yeah, that's I right. carry the two. <laughs> but but the the formation was basically you know this is how we come in and this is how it, the game ended and we lost two zero. You know I feel like you have to be able to uh, modify and adapt to what the other team is giving you. If you you know all if all you did was all week practice like a certain formation, that's what you're sticking to. At the end of the day, I don't think you're doing a good management of the of the team. You have to be able to like, look, this is the my top eleven, and this is how we're gonna start. And you know, the other team is you know beating us on the right. Then we're gonna switch our formation so we're stronger on that right, and so so forward and so forth. Which you know you should be able to to be able to see that in those preseason games, especially against the MLS rivals that you'll play. You know, obviously three. I think there's a total of eight games, so probably towards the end you know, past the fourth, fifth game, you should kind of want to see some of that. Also, I was just thinking, I don't know. I don't know if this is controversial or not or whatever, but I guess I'm just going to say it, but I'm not a fan of changing my formation, uh, you know, because of the rival, 
you know like i don't know you know i know a lot of people do that and i, I guess it's fine but i rather play my game like 100 of the time and and i guess you can adjust in a way but i don't like the fact that oh we're playing you know so and so we're gonna play with five in the back i think is a no 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 i think i think you're right i think like if you're sticking to you know if your formation is a four four two and that's what you're gonna play you know keep playing it but during the game you have to learn to adjust the game right because yeah. if you're gonna get you know cream then modify it then get a go and then you're back to playing four four two you know like mm. because you're making it your game at that rate yeah, i just think like mentality wise like let's just say you're going oh we're gonna go play lafc at you know whatever bank of america whatever the, their bank is called over there uh you know like and you go like oh we're gonna play five three one one or whatever the number adds up to it's like you already know that you're gonna go defend the entire game yeah and i was I, gonna say just park yeah. the buzz at that rate yeah right? might as well just bring the whole guys and just stack them you know just playing uh, a one ten zero 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 like you know i i'm not a fan of that i just think mentality wise you're already like committed to losing or, or to tie in and i understand that some games like you have to be smart or tactical or whatever at the end of the season you're like well i need i need a couple of points here and there and and i understand being more defensive but i think you can be more defensive in the fact that you know we're not going to go pressure too high we're going to pressure like to midfield or we're you know we're not going to go uh we're not going to try if we attack not everybody's going to go we're only going to send a few guys you know and everybody else is going to just kind of stay in the midfield or, or kind of, you know, stay in our half to, to just in case there's counterattacks or whatever, or keep two, three guys always, you know, for counters or whatever it may be. But I think there's ways to play around it. Obviously I'm not a coach, but you know, I like to play coach. And I just always think that, you know, if you go into a, to a game already with the mindset of like, Oh, we have to park the bus this one. Cause you know, we're, it's a difficult field. It's like, now, nah, bro, like fields, they're difficult but i think prof like if you're a professional team you should be able to go and compete with everybody obviously you know respect them all but you know don't don't be like intimidated by any of them you know i don't know that's just my personality but it is yeah no I, i agree with that i mean i i think if um paulo's gonna have a set formation and you know that because that, that's what they i mean i would assume as a professional coach as a professional players um you're gonna train your best way And, um, and, you know, if you're going to go play defensive, then what's the point of even trying to, you know, go for the game at that point, like you, like you mentioned. Um, so if he goes, you know, with a 4-3-3 or a 3-5-3 or whatever, he's trying to go for in the um, more attacking. Um, that's a 3-5-2, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Multiply by two, divide by three, carry the one. You know, whatever. Square root of five. Um, Is that I mean, an imaginary a... number? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's when you play the goalkeeper as well. You say like F, F our defense. Yeah, uh, we got good. three in the back either way. So no, yeah. but um, yeah, whatever he's gonna play, I, I do agree that sometimes you do have to change um, you know, formation throughout the game. And if you want to make modifications, I, I think that's fine. But just don't go all out defensive. You know, if you feel like your defense needs more help, then instead of having you know three um mids that you know one of them is attacking maybe you just drop one a little bit more off to help the defense um you know or you play your center your two center backs you kind of play them um staggered where one you know always drops off more the other one just kind of stays level um but i, I just don't want to see you know early on i just don't want to see the dynamo go to a like strictly defensive because 
we're playing a tough opponent. I, I just want to see them, you know, go after it. And I think I was just going to add to that real quick. Uh, and I think, you know, one of the the good things, I guess, that maybe, you know, Tab did was, you know, kind of making Sam and Sam Junkwa and uh, Griffin Dorsey pretty versatile, whether it be like playing on the back or up front or, you know, in some case, even playing uh, center back. Um, and that's another thing that, you know, maybe we, we need to kind of look at, you know, kind of keep an eye out for what Nagamura is going to do because, you know, some of these guys haven't played much in the last two years. So, you know, they're going to be in your roster and you may have to, you know, maybe change their position altogether. Right. And, and the reason I just mentioned that is because um, looking at who he coached under, um, you know, uh, Burmese, he did that with like players like um, and I'm, uh, Susie, Graham Susie, you know, he played a long from, I think most of his career, he was in the winger. And, you know, the last six, seven years, he, he got dropped back to a right back. And he's probably, you know, he's not the fastest guy per se, but he's one of those guys that gives you that edge. Because if you do go from a four to, a, say, a three, because you want him to attack, he can take those long shots. And that's why I keep saying, you know, players maybe like Memo Rodriguez or, you know, even the sedan, you never know. They may end up getting moved to a different position just to give, you know, give them a different, a fresh start elsewhere. But um, Christian, go ahead, man. Yeah, and also if you look at the if you look at our roster, like I think we have pretty good like offensive players that we should be an offensive team. Like, you know, you have Fafa, you have Pasher, you have Corey Baird, you have Memo, you have Palomino, you have Quintero. You know, if this guy Marlos comes in, you have Marlos, and then you have a proper number nine in the box that can just get all the rebounds if needed. You know, like shots can be taken, and you have a this year we can legitimately say. We have a nine that can actually do that. Because Uruti, he's not a nine. You know, he's like a false nine. You know, he he likes to play outside of the box. He doesn't – it felt like he doesn't know how to play with his back against the, the goal. I think this guy this guy looks a little bit bigger. Um, he looks a little bit more capable of creating his own space. You know, Uruti, most of his goals, they were pretty nice. But, like, they were all, like – you know, he was picking, you know, here and there, like, whenever he could. Like, a couple other his goals came from corners that he was just chilling in the back post. And, you know, if you have a guy that is good and like, he's going to be good and, you know, in the air and, and good, like creating his own chances. And you have guys kind of bringing balls into the, to the box, you know, to create those chances. I think we should be a more attacking team than a defensive team personally. And I think you're right. I, I mean, if you look at the squad, it is, and I, I'm going to kind of transition something Rodrigo said and let him maybe, you know, develop it more. But I think you have to be able to be good in the transition game, right? So, you know, a good uh, defensive midfielder. I know that, you know, Derek Jones was promising at one point, And Rodrigo said, you know, maybe this can't be his year. Because, you know, we love Mati. Mati's great. Coco's great. But at the end of the day, you do need, like, a physical guy. I mean, you know, Jones is, what, 6'6"? Six, six? You know, he can – should be able to – yeah, he should be able to um, – destroy those attacking when when you know you're full out attack with so many guys um it's going to be hard for them to track so you definitely need a disrupted piece in the middle but Rodrigo, did you want to build anything there with uh Derek jones that i mentioned uh like you know mostly what uh christian mentioned uh, all, all the attacking pieces yeah you, you need you're gonna need um more dependability on on your defense and Derek jones gives you that you know we've seen him um win basically those 50 50 balls in the air um you know, um, the recovery with him is pretty good too. So if Paolo goes more for like a 
you know, if he does plan to play like a center defensive mid, I think he would be one of the obvious choice to give you that. Um, but at the same time, with all the attacking uh, players we have, I think we also need to, you know, worry about our defense. And I don't know if you guys saw, but there was like a video going around of Derek Jones, like a nine minute video of like his highlights. I didn't see it, but he, he's he's promising. When I saw him and, and you see his size, you're like, man, this dude is going to kill everybody in the midfield. Like, there's no way somebody's going to get through. And he had glimpses of that. And then, like, you know, re- get the ball and kind of, like, attack. But, you know, I don't know where he fell off. But, you know, hopefully this is the year for everybody, right? But, you know, this year should be a good year for, well, hopefully, for Derrick Jones. And get starting, even if not a starting spot, you know, sometimes you want to be defensive, like, at the end of the games, you know, when you're trying to protect the lead. And you can take Coco, who is, like, more of an offensive center mid. You know, and then put them with, you know, put, you know, Derek Jones and Matias Vera to be more defensive in that midfield and just, you know, have Quintero not worry about coming back or tracking back, you know, so then, you know, I don't have to give him any shit uh, for not tracking back. But, you know, if you have two guys, two good defensive, you know, guys right there that can do their job and just have Quintero just free, like free and, you know, just go create, son. Like, that's you. Like, I think we would be set, you know, in a, in a in a game that we have to be defensive if we have to, you know? Yeah, so I think we hit all the topics we're going to talk about today. Like I said, there should be a conference or maybe more developing news throughout the week. Uh, and surely we'll talk about that. Um, but Christian, let let the people, how they can connect with us again, man. For shizzle, for shizzle. Uh, so you can hit us up at Dynamo Theory on IG and Twitter. Uh, obviously, we post everything there. Uh, you can hit us up at Dynamo Theory sorry dynamo theory podcast at gmail.com if you have any like questions concerns or whatever you know that's our email you can hit us up straight there uh we have a youtube channel uh it's a new thing that we just started you know we started we started putting our our podcast there so if you want to see our pretty faces you know hi thank you uh welcome and then you know every uh if we get to uh do um player interviews you know they're always going to be there as well and hopefully when the season starts we'll be putting a little bit more content there uh, and then you can find me at Chris Putalias. You can find Rudy at Rudy Segura 3. And you can find Rodrigo at Rod- Rodrigo Segura 01. And for everything and anything that you may want to know about the Houston Dynamo, dynamotheory.com. Yeah, thank you for listening, Dynamo fans. Um, you know what to do. Hold it down and keep it forever orange.